0: Joining us for a conversation is Michael Raleigh of Stillwater Critical Minerals, which currently boasts 1.1 billion pounds of nickel, copper and cobalt and 2.4 million ounces of palladium, platinum, rhodium and gold. Mr. Raleigh, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Maurice. Very glad to be back. Well, great to have you back on the program as Stillwater Critical Minerals has just released more ultra high-grade results from the flagship Stillwater West project located in Montana. Before we begin, Mr. Raleigh, please introduce us to Stillwater Critical Minerals and the exciting opportunity the company presents to shareholders.
1: Well, I'd be glad to. I'll give a quick recap. Uh, Stillwater Critical Minerals, course, active through the bear market years acquiring district-scale projects at a time when when prices were reasonable and deals were reasonable. And uh, our flagship Stillwater West was acquired uh, in that 2017 timeframe. We were able to secure half of the Stillwater Complex. This is the highest grade palladium platinum mines in the world, operated by our neighbor, Sabanier Stillwater. And we have the rest of this very beautiful geologic formation that's called the Stillwater Igneous Complex. It's comparable directly to some of the largest mines in South Africa. And uh, that those are the geologic models that we're applying to this iconic American district. We have two other district steel projects. One of them is now happily uh, being worked by Heritage Mining.
0: And we have a third one that's currently up for sale as well to uh, bring additional value to shareholders. Let's go on site. Mr. Raleigh, please take us to the Stillwater West project and in particular onto the pine target where your company has just released some fantastic news regarding high grade results. What can you share with us? Yeah, the pine
1: target is a fascinating thing. And I guess the key point is that it's unusually high in gold for the Stillwater complex. Although we have been seeing high grade gold elsewhere, nine kilometers away, uh, thanks to our systematic approach. But, um, key point about pine i guess is it's shaping up as a new resource area it was not included in the five deposits that we released as a resource in october 2021 Uh, we didn't have the geologic understanding of pine at that point so we went ahead with the other five this is one that we're looking to bring on the table here and the work we did in 2022 the high-grade chip samples across the trench that we've just released, and also the core we acquired in 2022. A very important part of that effort um, to bring that on the table as a formal resource that we can crow about. Um, It is uh, high-grade gold in a shear zone, um, cuts north-south across the property. Um, Very interesting, the grades are spectacular. Um, In historic drilling, we've got 17 grams of gold palladium and platinum over eight meters um, in a hole from 1983 and then 31 grams of gold palladium and platinum over 2.6 meters not far from that and this trench that we did just this past year is in that area it's also some good nickel and especially cobalt in that area a little weaker on copper than other parts Uh, but it's all adding up really nicely and then the final piece perhaps about pine is that we see elevated gold in some of our nicest high-grade two kilometers east of that at Chrome Mountain. And then again, we see this gold suite of minerals and high-grade gold uh, over at the Iron Mountain and Crescent areas, nine kilometers to the east. So this, the, the you know, the the final point is that this is a big and well-mineralized district. It's truly world-class. I know that term is overused, but, um, and it's underexplored. And our systematic approach is identifying these, uh, these high-grade areas within that. It's, it's great fun, um, frankly.
0: Speaking of a broader Stillwater West project, you and I were speaking prior to this call, and you stated you expect Q1 to be incredibly busy and perhaps transformational. What do you have in store?
1: Well, the key item that everyone's looking for is the resource update and um, that was a priority objective for 2022. the models look great and uh, those are now being finalized for release as soon as possible Um, this of course is driven by that expansion drill program and um, i think we've added nicely uh, to the size of this this is five the, the 2021 resource defined five deposits across that uh, 12 kilometer core project area that we've modeled in detail as you've seen in our presentations. Those five deposits essentially look like they want to connect, um, so this is looking like a truly uh, very large system as befits our 100 million ounce neighbor. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's a lot of juice in the system here and these large magmatic systems are capable of hosting things of this size that looks like where this wants to go. So um, yes, the models are coming together nicely for the updated resource and we'll report those as soon as possible. Uh, We're saying early 2023, and I think that'll be very early 2023. Um, Rhodium results is part of that because we now have complete rhodium results on that expansion drill campaign. We didn't have that before. We also have the results from other uh, programs that we completed in 2022, gravity surveys, other sampling and mapping, uh, channel sampling programs. And we've been doing a lot of work through winter on ESG. Um, the E for us is heavy on carbon sequestration and zero carbon initiatives. And we've got some really good updates coming in that regard. Um, and and of course, the S as well, the social aspects. We've uh, just done a, a webinar with the uh, National Energy Tribes um, uh, group, and that went very well. And um, we're excited about those
0: initiatives as well. Now, speaking of critical minerals, can you walk us through that?
1: Sure, well, critical minerals are uh, suddenly and dramatically getting a lot of attention worldwide. And the basic premise here is uh, the day and age of commodity nationalism. we're pulling back from globalization and there's a recognition that countries such as China and Russia control a large amount, sometimes 100 percent of the supply of critical minerals. Um, the U.S., uh, the EU, Canada, others have listed critical minerals that present vulnerability in an economic or even um, security sense, meaning that China controls 80 percent of the supply of of critical minerals on average, um, 68% for nickel, I think, 73% for cobalt, 100% for graphite. They don't even particularly mine graphite to a high degree, but they process it and they control the processing of nickel that comes largely from Indonesia and laterite mines that are comparatively very environmentally dirty compared to the nickel sulfide that you can mine in the US and Canada and other places. So, Critical minerals getting a lot of attention very suddenly. The US has a list of about 50 now. Eight of our commodities are, are on that list. And uh, in the words of one Canadian newspaper, there's a, a pipeline of US funding available to advance uh, initiatives to secure critical mineral supply, mining and processing and recycling in the US. And um, we've got a number of initiatives underway on that. Can't say too much yet, but look for, look for announcements in that regard. And of course, we're sitting on the £1.1 billion, £2.4 ounces that you mentioned. Um, This is very real in the US inventory. Um, We now have the biggest cobalt resource in the US, for example, and we've made an enormous contribution to nickel. In terms of the US's supply, the US currently produces £40 million per year of nickel. Um, and our resource is almost 700 million pounds, even in its 2021 form before the the expected expansion here. So this is, we're basically bringing the third wave of critical mineral supply to a district that's uh, produced critical minerals since the late 1800s for the U.S. Um, and is currently producing critical minerals at our neighbor's mines, Sabanier-Stillwater. Um it's uh, it's a big and well endowed magmatic system, and it's one that we look uh, look forward to advancing here. Um, the vision, of course, and just to wrap up, is uh, large-scale, low-carbon critical mineral supply for the U.S.
0: Mr. Raleigh, run those numbers by us one more time. You said them so modestly. I, I don't think <laughs> I think some people may have just skimmed over what you just said. They run those numbers for us again on the cobalt.
1: Oh, sure. Well, that, that 69 million pounds that we have uh, at Stillwater in our current resource, the 2021 era resource, um, and in fact, by itself represents about a third of what the Congo puts out annually. Um, so this is very real um, in terms of critical mineral supply in the US. And of course, China controls 73% of cobalt supply. They've largely bought <laughs> all parts of Africa. And um, So this becomes a very strategic
0: and important asset. Mr. Raleigh, why is now an opportune time to consider becoming a shareholder in Stillwater Critical Minerals?
1: Well, there's a famous thing called the Lassonde Curve, and it does a very good job of relating value and value creation in the mining space. And there's a couple of key points in there. The first is that exploration is very different from mining. There's almost two phases to that to that value creation. And there's terrific value to be created in the early days as you prove up resources and and begin to show the potential of a project and wrap some studies around it, early metallurgy studies and community, um, and then tighten up the resource into, into higher categories of more certainty. At some point, the value peaks in the short term, and you enter the period of of mine building, essentially, when the studies become a little more boring. <laughs> um, you know, permitting and, and such and engineering studies and such. And um, and you may see the share price effectively come off at that point, And that creates a second value point of entry for investors. And then ultimately, presumably, it becomes a mine and you're on your way and, and you gain higher valuations. The theme there is de-risking the asset across the course of that. And we put ourselves... Um, we're out of the early left side stages of that curve, and we've moved up the value curve with our debut resource. We see terrific potential to expand this and grow it. Um, we've got a good early handle on metallurgy thanks to work done by AMAX in the 1970s at the CZ target, CZ deposit. We feel very good about our ability to move up that curve and add a multiple of value from here. Um, primarily by continued drill programs. We're much focused on growth, given that this is five deposits that that want to connect, as we related earlier, um, and then guided by the grade that we see at places like pine um, and in the high-grade stuff from Crow Mountain last year. Uh, so we're focused on growth and uh, we'll continue to work on that. Of course, the whole curve expands upwards as well as Um, this sector gains attention and market interest, and we're seeing that now. Physical stores of nickel and copper are at multi-year lows. The market needs what we have. The majors recognize that, and we'll see a a ramp up here in M&A activity as they look to replace the ounces and pounds that they've been mining, but not replacing
0: Based on the fundamentals that you've outlined, this does seem to be an opportune time to become a shareholder in Stillwater Critical Minerals. Leaving the project site, let's look at some numbers, Mr. Raleigh. Please share the capital structure for Stillwater Critical Minerals.
1: Well, I've we glad to. We got about 177
0: million shares outstanding,
1: and uh, with today's share price, that puts us at a valuation of about $35 million market cap, and we've got over $15 billion U.S. in gross metal value in our inferred resources. And uh, that's short of this this disparity there. (laughs) Obviously, um, these need to be discounted because it is an inferred resource. But the whole sector has been under great pressure for the last half of last year. In fact, even reaching back over a year, um, the juniors never quite got the attention that the majors got, and we feel that's what comes next. So there's, uh, there's excellent chance for real value gains here, uh, not only with the catalyst such as the, um, the expanded resource, but also just the general market as we get out of December doldrums into a new
0: year. In closing, what would you like to say to shareholders?
1: Well, we, I think we've covered off a lot of the uh, the
0: value proposition.
1: I think it's just worth flagging that uh, magmatic systems of this size and, uh, and, and metal loading are truly rare in the world. And Stillwater is among the very top 10. We're applying those models from South Africa, and that makes it even more exciting. And then a key development of 2022 was bringing two of Ivanhoe's best over Uh, One of them, uh, Danny Grobler, was their chief geologist and has joined our team as vice president exploration. These guys uh, have 20 years each advancing Ivanhoe's Platte Reef, um, now mine, right? It's in construction. Mm -hmm. Um, That speaks volumes to the potential that we see here at Stillwater. The Bushveld parallels, the Platte Reef parallels are well known Um, to add those guys to the team. Is brilliant in terms of guiding us going forward here, not only in the updated resource estimate, but in 2023 and 2024 drill campaigns here. Um, I, I I can tell you from site, and you were there for the first interview when they when they first arrived at site. It was oh yes, the energy was obvious, and it's just been great fun um, adding them to the mix, and we look forward to what they can do to highlight the value here. Um, touch quickly on the other two projects, um, the Black Lake Drayton project in Ontario, District Scaled Gold adjoining Treasury Metals, uh, Heritage Mining is doing great work there. We have a 12% position in that company. They've made the cash payments and they are doing good work on the project and we're excited to have them as partners. We're looking for a similar deal on our Kluane project in the Yukon, which is a large critical minerals project. It is effectively for sale and we're, you know, we're looking for the right uh, the right partner on that one as
0: well. Last question, sir. What did I forget to ask?
1: I think we've done a, a good, uh, concise coverage here. Maurice, thank you for that. I think maybe the one thing to flag is that uh, today's news release was the first of the new year and the first of a series, uh, including that, uh, that updated expanded resource estimate. Um, we're just coming off of the November, December tax loss
0: selling lows, and uh, we feel pretty good about the way 2023 looks. Mr. Raleigh, for someone that wants to learn more about Stillwater Critical Minerals, please share the website address. Uh,
1: the uh, The website is uh, criticalminerals.com.
0: Mr. Raleigh, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Wishing you and Stillwater Critical Minerals the absolute best, sir. Thank you. You as well.